everybody. You're listening to On The Fly with Devin and Dana, the show that explains today's biggest topics, trends, and questions for people who love all things multifamily. Here we are with our second podcast, and we have Colby Robertson, our newest and youngest EVP with American Landmark. Yes. So excited. Thank you so much, Colby. Wow. The youngest. I I love that. I'm so excited to be here with D&D. Thanks for throwing (laughs) that little compliment in. Yeah. I I can't believe that you've been with us for four years. I feel like it seems like yesterday when you came in the office with your suit and your fancy pocket square. And I think Rachel said, you're so cute. I could just put you in my pocket. And we've loved you ever since. Well, Sometimes. Okay. Most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> Listen, I bet, I'm glad Rachel's not here because um, she probably uh, would change that statement now and reject <laughs> that the cutest thing ever. Because I, um, I know I can be a pain sometimes, but gotta love Mama Rachel. You gotta love her. I remember it. I remember it like it was yesterday. I walked in. I was young. I was, um, you know, anxious. There was a lot of change happening in the company, and I remember seeing all of your smiling faces, and it was so warming. And Joe happened to be there. Uh, my first day on the job. Okay, so Mr. Lubeck is in the office, first day on the job, and he says to me, welcome. Um, I'm just going to give you one piece of advice. If you don't do well, if you don't succeed, you won't work for us. Um, We'll still be friendly, and we we might even go to dinner, but you're not going to work for us if you're not successful. Wow. Um, And I said, man. So, pressure. No pressure. No pressure. None. None whatsoever. (laughs) And you stayed with us. And you're still here. And you're successful. Yeah. I mean, here, here I am four and a half years later. And uh, I, I think we can all agree it's dog years at American Landmark. So it's really like 50 years. <laughs> so many me. dog years. So you started with American Landmark as a regional. Then you quickly moved your way up to regional VP. And congrats on your recent promotion of to executive EVP. Uh, tell us what... Uh, what was it? Your, so your first year, I think, what, you had like 18 renovations that you did? We just threw you right in. Threw me right in. And when I say threw right in, day two was the takeover at North Green at Carrollwood. Oh, my and gosh. I can't believe that. Day two. <laughs> day wow. two. And now, meanwhile, uh, North Green has since sold. Uh, day two and, you know, all the chaos of a takeover is going on and having a bunch of fun and, you know, kind of anxious. I don't really know what's going on. And. Stacy's there and the whole takeover team's there and, and kind of get down to it. Cause I don't really know, uh, you know, how ALs does takeovers at this time. It's day two. Okay. I'm nine hours into the job. And, um, I say, I'll go pass out notices. Now I started in August. Okay. And we all know how summers are especially August in Florida. And I was all dressed up. In your suit. With my button up and my tie. And your little pocket square. Pocket square. 400 plus unit property. (laughs) I came back drenched in sweat. And uh, yeah, Stacy said, told you we were going to throw you right in. So So I don't don't so quickly offer to to deliver notices anymore. No more notices. (laughs) We're on the food and the planning committee now and not so much the notice committee. 
Well, those renovations, did you really do 18 the first year? I, I think it was somewhere around 18, and, and I actually looked right before this. I've done a total of 36 rehabs with American Landmark. Jeez. Um, That's so a lot. So now you can just do them like... 36. It's easy for you, right? I mean, it's what we do, right? Joe always says, go, 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 so... Go, go, go. What, what is Joe's motto? Bigger, better, 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 smarter, stronger, stronger, smarter, bigger, better, stronger. I think and it all smarter. works. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> just, we just added one. To yes. <laughs> no, and I think we have. We've, we've gotten bigger. We've certainly gotten better, uh, and 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 definitely smarter because uh, takeovers are not easy. Rehabs are not easy. Um, but our 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 processes and and obviously our support that we get from from the the corporate office and all of our sister properties i mean it's it's definitely um a much smoother process than, yes. than the first year it's amazing how fast they go now i remember in the beginning when we first started the processes they went fast but nothing like they do now i mean i feel like as soon as we take over a property bam they're already yeah, done we got it we got it yeah it's it's easy. For Nobody us else now. can touch us when it yeah. comes to renovations. I, I'm telling you, I've I've worked for two other uh, companies that did renovations, and I have never seen the the lightning speed like American Landmark does. It's pretty incredible. So it is while keeping our residents happy. That's right, while keeping the residents happy and doing occupied renovations. Yes. Yeah. When I was told that in the interview, I said, "Are you kidding me? I We're about died." Occupied renovations? Yeah, in about four to five months. And I say, <laughs> "Holy moly!" <laughs> Oh, how many people do you oversee? So you're you're the big executive EVP. How how many people are in your team? Like you have how many? You're the East Coast, right? And how many people do you think are? Yeah, so, I guess properties. So recently, between Florida and Virginia, um, we had 26 properties. Um, so big team, about 9,000 units. And uh, now, uh, as the East Coast as a whole, we have a total of 48 properties in the portfolio. Um, so a lot of people, a lot of assets, a lot of residents, um, a lot of different investors. And um, I, it just keep, it keeps me going. People say, you travel every week or, you know, are you just exhausted? And I go, I am. But what just gives me energy and gets me excited is going to the properties. So yeah. um, I might be a little slow on Monday mornings to get moving and, and getting on that plane or getting on the road. But the minute I walk in the door and I see the teams and we, especially when we start going over all the great successes we've had, um, certainly in 2021 and, and kicking off the year already with a, with an awesome start. Um, I, I just, I love it. It's so great. I mean, it's all about the teams, right? As soon as Dana and I get off an airplane, I mean, we're so tired, but mm -hmm. it's like you you go to the hotel, you wake up in the morning, and all of a sudden, when you see the teams, we were just in Richmond to our newest property, and they were so thankful to mm -hmm. have us there, and they were just, it makes it all worth it. Yep. Even if it's only for a day and a half or two days, and we feel like it's such a simple thing, that support that they feel, it it's, you know... There's nothing like it for us. It does. And I'll tell you, I, I'm a little jealous because I, I get to see the teams and they're excited, you know. And, but, of course, we've got to go over all the operational stuff and some not-so-fun stuff. And But when you guys go on property, I mean, you would just think it's the second coming. I mean, they are like, <laughs> whoo, Dana, Devin, and We Chris. have so much fun. And, it I is know, fun. They yeah. love it. They love it. So. We do. We have so much fun. And we were talking about the people and you know, all the successes that we have. And American Landmark is so great about highlighting our successes when it comes to our employees. And you actually have the highest internal promotion rate. Did you know that? I, I didn't know it as uh -huh. a fact, but I mean, I can just 
think about it. It's a fact. It's a fact. Uh, So what's your secret sauce? Like, how do you keep them motivated? What, you know, what do you do to keep the people excited about their jobs and make those promotions happen and really just keep them motivated to continue to want to learn and get promoted? Well, I, I mean, I think it's a, it's a global effort, right? It's, it's a culture thing. So it's hard to say, what do I do specifically? Because there's not necessarily one thing. Um, it, it's a global support system and, it, and it's, it's just supporting each other and, and identifying strengths and, and, and weaknesses and, and tagging along with the person that can help you with your weaknesses. And I think that we've created such an awesome culture um, that has allowed us to develop talent. People really, really love sharing the wealth. Um, so uh, the internal growth is not necessarily because of me. It's because of allowing people to um, cross-train, develop, be involved in other properties, move people around. Um, it's shake and bake, baby. I mean, we are just, <laughs> you know, the, the more you move, the more you know. And I always tell the team, you know, experience doesn't necessarily mean um, time. So right. t- someone can be on a property for 10 years and you can have one person that's only been in the industry for a year, but have experienced our, our rehab process or, or gone to, from a stable to a rehab or to a lease up or to a new construction. And, and just that one year, you get so much experience. So I, I really think that it's, it's the teams um, really wanting to see each other grow and help each other. And um, I think it boils down to the culture. I, I don't think there's one secret sauce, really. I think it's just the, the supportive culture that we have. So is that what you think is the key to building a great team is, is all of that, that you just said, you know, really finding those weaknesses and those strengths and playing to them and making sure you're putting the, the right teammates together. Or what do you really feel like is the, the thing to make that great team? A hundred percent. And we mess up all the time. We put (laughs) the wrong people at the wrong property or the wrong people with the wrong people. And we go, well, this didn't work. Let's move it around, shake things up. It's crazy how. Um, you, as we know, being you know on site and, and just in the industry for years, um, just because you're successful at one property doesn't necessarily mean you might be at the next. Um, and it's not a one size fits all kind of um, process. But we um, have that grace of um, kind of taking a step back and being able to say, hey, this person does better with a larger team, you know, or this person does really well just right. on a small property with just them and one other person. And, and, uh, and really trying to find that balancing act is, um, is probably the most challenging piece of it. Uh, but it's so rewarding when you get it right. And you're like, man, you just walk in that office and you know, like this team is rocking it on all cylinders. They are just the you perfect. You feel it. Blue. You feel it as soon as you walk in. Yeah. yeah. I always That's loved awesome. finding that one person that was having challenges with one group of people and then finding that perfect manager they worked really well under and just knowing that. You know, everybody works different under a certain person. Right. And so having the perfect leader to be able to mentor that person, it's always super rewarding it's, to see that. It's 100% that. You hit it dead on. And and it's not just about, um, I know we, we were talking kind of about internal promotions, um, but retention is really important too. Um, and, you know, we invest a lot of time in each other and developing, um, you know, talent. And, and, and so the retention piece is key 
to having that internal growth because if you have a lot of turnover, you're not going to have a lot of internal growth. Right. right. Um, so I think that retention piece and getting someone with the right person or the right leader, right manager, right property is key to retention, which then will lead to internal growth. Agreed. Yeah. Who influenced you to get into the, this field? I mean, it's not like we grow up saying, oh, I want to lease I an apartment. I want to lease an apartment. <laughs> wait, wait, did you ever lease apartments though? I did. That's, is I, that I, what you, you started? I started as a leasing agent. He's probably the rock star oh, leaser. Yeah. So everyone, everyone that's worked with me knows leasing is still to this day my favorite role I've done in the industry. I love to lease. If I go into the property, I'll pick up the phone. I'll take a tour. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's the most fun part of the job. It is. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I, I was, feel like it's only fun you, now that I don't have to do time, it. <laughs> I was with Colby yeah. one time when we walked into a property and the phone was ringing and he picked it up and... He, he laced it right He then. just turned I mean, it on, yeah, didn't he? He turned it on. I oh, mean, Dana, oh. do you remember the story at Beachwalk? Beachwalk at Sheridan and Daniel Beach. <laughs> I picked up the phone. Dana and I were there to yeah. do a little training. Um, we, we needed some momentum there. And I said, I'm going to go in there and show him. So I pick up the phone. He picked up the phone. And it, it ended up to be a phone arrival. And the reason it was a phone arrival is because it was a shopper. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have heard that phone call. I'm pretty sure I've heard it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great phone call. It's it a good phone call, but here's the deal. I spent a lot of time, a lot of energy on that call. I got her to come in. I was like, she's coming in 30 minutes. So I was like, run, run, Dana, let's go make sure everything looks great. It's ready for the tour path. So she comes in. We give her the tour of her life. We Dana did. and I we are did. just having a time together. Yep. She leaves. She's like, I am applying. Like, this is amazing. Oh, I'm, I'm like, all right, guys, you got to follow up with her. She's applying. I leave. Come to find out, she's a shopper. That would be so upsetting. <laughs> well, no, I said, I said to Colby, what if that was a shopper? <laughs> He's like, Dana, if that was a shopper, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. And it was. So not and only was still, it a And so, yeah, so it was a perfect shop, and he still wants his $500. Mm-hmm. I got 100 on the phone and in person, and Dana will not give me that $500 gift card. and <laughs> still holding it against her. Uh, that was fun. Yeah, that was but, so so much fun. So, but who influenced you to get into the field? I well, mean, yeah, like I said, yeah, it's not like we grow up and say, "Hey, let's let's go lease some apartments." How'd you get into it? No, I don't even think I'd ever heard of property management. Yeah. I was I was eighteen. I just started college at Florida State, and um, I got a job in retail in the mall at a store called Buckle. And mm, um, Buckle. it's very customer service driven. Um, they they're actually commission based. It's one of the mm-hmm. few retail spots that are. Um, so I, you know, I was hustling, um, trying to sell some expensive jeans and, uh, this, this, uh, lady comes up to me and she's like, man, you're, you're really good at sales. Like I had no intention on buying these jeans and now I'm going to buy them, you know? And she's like, have you ever, um, heard of property management and would you be interested in leasing? And I'm like, I've never heard of it. And she kind of told me about uh, commissions and, and you don't have to work holidays. And I, I was in retail and I'm like, Oh crazy hours work every holiday so I was like sure um, I'll, I'll do it and I went and interviewed with her she gave me the job on the spot and uh, the rest is history all right what about you Dana how'd you start in the industry <clears throat> you mean it wasn't your dream to grow up and lease apartments well I was looking for a job at the time and I was looking for an apartment at the same time and I saw them driving around on golf carts. <laughs> it was the golf cart it that got you. It was the princess wave that they were doing. <laughs> Dana thought, thought she was going to be the princess yeah. of the party. Like, this, oh. this is all me. I can totally do this. 
This is me. I can I can drive in the golf cart all day and, and wave. wave. Yeah, that's what found you thought out, you were going to be doing. Yeah, found out quickly that's that's not all. Yeah, you do. no, yeah. no, it's not that glamorous. No. <laughs> it's really not, especially in Florida. It's super hot and disgusting, and yeah, a lot yeah. of bugs. But Dana, you make it look good. I mean, you really do. You really are the princess. I got that princess wave down. You do. Yeah. I really enjoy it. Do you have any mentors? Like we talked about the, you know, what influenced you, but. What about your mentors now? Yeah, so I mean, I, I, I've been so blessed and lucky. And I, I immediately started out with an incredible mentor um, in Tallahassee. Uh, her name was Jen Calkins, and, and she, had, she was technically like a VP for the company. And uh, she just really kind of took to me. And, and the thing that I took from her that I still do to this day is um, to include everyone when you're talking bigger picture. Uh, so she did financial reviews with me and I was 18 and sitting at the table, you know, with the property manager and the assistant manager and she's talking through all this stuff that I had no idea what any of it meant, you know. Um, and I was with her for um, about four years and kind of grew the ranks assistant and manager and then I started traveling for the company. Um, and she was just always so um, encouraging. If it's broke, we'll fix it. Um, let's push ourselves. Um, you know, if this is the goal, we're going to shoot, you know, for higher than that. Um, and she was always available, which is what yeah. I thought was um, really because I, I was a, a leasing consultant at the time. She was a VP, um, but she was always available for anything. And at the time, I look back and go, well, what a silly thing to bother her about, you know, but. Um, she just cared and she cared about growth and development and, and helping you understand and she played a, a really big part in, in the development and then since then um, I've, I've had um, nothing but great leaders around me you know Lisa Gross and of course Stacy has played you know such an instrumental um, role in my career the past few years and, and has taught me so much it's really encouraging to hear that most of the people who have mentored you are women like we have a lot of very strong women in our industry and I think a lot of people may not see that at a higher level that we have so many strong women in roles of you know leadership at such a high level so it's been really nice with American Landmark to see so many women in such a high position I, I would say all of my mentors are women you know and and um, every company I've worked for have had um, you know these badass leaders and they're all women and I love it and um yeah I, I've, I've always I, I gotta say I, I have been confused with assumption that um there's not um women in in leadership roles because my entire career has been powerful awesome women um and especially now you know what a yeah. powerhouse of, of strong leaders do we have uh so uh, I, I I think it's I think it's awesome we talked about how you were getting into the industry and your mentors. I love hearing about your mentors and how you got into the industry. And I love hearing about the personal stories. But what would you, um, what kind of advice would you give to somebody who wanted to get into the industry? You know, a lot of people don't know what we do. I didn't. My sisters just happened to do it. And I was like, oh, I'll start leasing apartments until I figure out what I want to do. But what about those people who don't know about our industry? you know, what would you tell them to want to get them in? It's a great industry. You can do so much in our industry. What advice would you give them about getting into it? And then also the people who are in it that want to grow into a position like yours? Well, I, you know, again, I knew nothing about the industry when she asked me if I wanted to lease apartments. And um, she, the, the thing that sold me is she was so excited and so passionate about leasing apartments and I was like okay I mean this is fun and it, it leads me to one of my favorite quotes and 
if I do leasing trainings or just throughout, a lot of people have probably heard this. I say you can sell more at the height of your excitement than the depth of your knowledge. So you don't really have to know a whole lot. You know, you just have to be excited and passionate and the knowledge will come. That's um, so true when you're leasing apartments. Yeah. I mean, if you're excited, excitement sells. Right. So just be excited, be passionate, be open, and just know that you're not going to learn everything today. And, uh, you know, experience takes time. And, uh, but just be excited and, and have, an, have an open mind. And um, I think that's one of the, the biggest um, things that kind of led to my growth, especially starting out as a leasing agent and then assistant. And then I was actually overlooked four times. I went through four property managers before they promoted me to a property manager, um, but I just kind of hung in there and stayed excited and, you know, just kept a good attitude and said, you know what, they'll figure it out sooner, <laughs> soon enough, you know, that, yeah. that I can do this. And, and you are always positive. Like every time you walk into the office, you can feel it. And, you know, that's just, it's something that's great. And every time somebody talks about Colby, there's nothing but nice things that you hear. So... I feel like that's something we could all kind of take away is just staying positive and keeping that excitement. And, you know, sometimes we just don't. Sometimes you just get in a rut and you're like, ugh. Well, let and me then, tell you, I get in bad moods, okay? <laughs> uh, and, you know, we just I, don't see them. We don't well, see them. you fake it till you make it. And really, that's the case. I mean, you wake up and you're in a bad mood. You got to turn it on. I always say, when you walk in this door, turn it on. True. And, um, and you really do have to fake it till you make it. It sounds so cliche. Um, and silly, but some days you're just not feeling it, but do what, what you need to do to get yourself hyped up. Sometimes I put on a song, you know, a fun song. Um, sometimes I just need to do a quick walk around the property, get those endorphins flowing. Uh, but don't be mistaken. I I do have days where I'm like, Oh, we don't see it. What's your favorite fun song? You mentioned it. I have to know. I have a playlist on Fridays. I play on my way over the bridge, but what's your fun? Gosh, it depends on like what mood I'm in. Like if I'm like upset with someone, this new song, A, B, C, D, E. Yes. Okay. That's a good one. If you know what it is, you know what it is. Okay. Uh, that's a fun one. We'll um, play it. On mm-hmm. the way back. Well, I'll play it for Dana on okay. the way, on the way back. Oh gosh. I mean, there's so many. I like putting on electronic jams. I mean, sometimes when I'm just wanting to be super dramatic, I throw some Whitney Houston on yes, there. Yes. I mean, Whitney is everything. She, she can definitely brighten your day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm a big Britney Spears fan. <laughs> uh, shocker. You know, <laughs> so I mean, when I'm feeling kind of down, you know, the song work, B-I-T-C-H, you know, I mean, if that doesn't get you motivated, <laughs> you want a hot body, you want a boo body, you better work. How can you not be motivated? Oh, so, my God. I got a lot of them. I'll, I'll, maybe we can put a list of motivating that songs. That would be so much fun. I would love yeah. to put a list that, of songs. I need that Monday morning. Oh, yes. Yeah. That would be fun. So for everybody listening, we will have a list of songs yeah. in our description Stay, from Colby. Yes. Stay tuned. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so I don't think I knew that you went to Florida State. Yeah, go yeah. Knowles. Okay, we, we haven't I had... I, what did you major in? Because, was it broadcast? So, I majored in media communications and had a minor in broadcast journalism, which is so funny sitting here talking to a Maybe microphone. you should be doing the podcast, <laughs> no. Colby. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't top you two. Are you kidding me? D&D. D&D. Well, so, 
Did your parents think that you're gonna go into broad? I mean, what did what did, what do your parents? So the leasing was just a college job, right? Yeah, so I right. just needed a job while I was in college. I knew I was gonna be the next Oprah Winfrey. I mean, I just knew it. I mean, and you look just like her. I, I know. I mean, come on. I, and I said the timing's just right. She's gonna retire as I'm coming in. So I mean, I could have filled that four o'clock slot, but. Um, that didn't happen, okay? Um, but I, I did media communications, which is funny because I actually was accepted um, to Florida State. I started in the summer. I was actually 17, and I was accepted for political science because I was going to go to law school. Well, my very first class in summer, um, I took this, I don't remember the name of the class, uh, Political science is not fun, okay? So I walked out of the class halfway through. I went straight to the um, admissions guidance counselor and said, um, this is miserable. <laughs> I said, I need to change my major. And I would like to do something that does not have math or science. And she goes, well, how about communications? And I go, well, I love to talk. <laughs> and uh, so communications it was and sports broadcasting and uh what a fun time that was. I was able to do um, sports broadcasting for Florida State. A lot of, uh, a lot of interaction with all the sports teams. It happened That's to be fun. when we won a national championship. So it wow. was just such a good time. Uh, but yeah, I, I, believe it or not, I, I, I realized that I don't know how to communicate. That's one thing I think I took away from college. Um, and, uh, and just kind of learn how to communicate effectively and um, had a blast doing it. So I know that you like to grow and you like to listen to podcasts and uh, read a lot of books. What, what's, what podcasts have you listened to recently that's really inspired you besides On the Fly with the D&D? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, D and D is number one. On the number list. one, hundred <laughs> percent. But um, yeah, I do. I do love podcasts. Um, podcast books. Um, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I have some for fun, and then some for personal development. Uh, I would say for um, development, I, I, I love TED Talks. Um, it really, TED Business um, mm -hmm. is a great one. Um, I try to listen to that at least once a week. They're very short, like ten minutes. Um, all the TED Talks are great, but the business one's just great for what we do. Mm -hmm. um, Think Fast, Talk Smart is a really good one. Again, they're like six, seven-minute clips, and if, if you're catching on to me, I, I don't have a very good attention span, so I need, <laughs> I need six to minutes, short ones. Uh, for fun, I, I, this one podcast I listen to, I listen to it on the flight sometimes to get a quick little nap. It's, uh, it's called Lore. It's Folklore, and he's got like the best voice ever for podcasts. I'm and downloading these. I'm going to download a couple of these. Oh, it's good. And we he tells all these crazy folklore stories. And yeah, I don't know. What's your favorite podcast? I love crime junkies, although I'm, I'm a serial killer kind of like murder person. So not me. I just like to listen to it. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, uh. um, Yeah. So I like to listen to the, the crime podcasts. Crime Junkies is definitely my favorite. Ashley Flowers. She's good. She has mm -hmm. a great voice. I follow her on TikTok. Yes, you do now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I try to make Dana listen to them. No, I do. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Mm -hmm. We talk about when we travel, we love to follow any of the local stories. Oh, I know. A book that I'm reading right now, it's called Think Again by Adam Grant. Um, and it's a little different than the books I typically read. It's called Think Again um, by Adam Grant. So write that down. Um, and it, it's it's really cool. It's not just business, but it. a quick summary, and I'm going to read this from my phone, actually. It says, um, a captivating argument that great thinkers and achievers don't let expertise or experience stand in the way 
of being a perpetual student. So basically what it's about is never stop learning. Um, you, you, no matter who you are, what your title is, how experienced you are, there's always something to learn. Um, so you should always be learning and always be a per perpetual student. Um, so uh, really an interesting book. Um, and it's one that you can kind of pick up and put down, which mm -hmm. is, again, good for my six-minute attention span. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, that's one of my top ones right now. But uh, Simon Sinek is obviously one of my favorite people. Um, Start With Why is his number one book. Yep. You've probably read it. Um, mm -hmm. the, I, I call it The Power of Why. I just think it's so important. So um, I, I could talk for hours about books and podcasts, so we, we're going to have to move along. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll put it we, – we're going to have a really long – title caption yes. for this podcast that's that's true and be working on that for a little bit but what would you do if you didn't have property management i mean you mm. clearly didn't want to do um what was it political science no yeah um, you didn't want to do that you don't like math you said no math and no. even more so now i'm so happy i didn't become an attorney yeah oh mm. god although I, I, I would probably hire you well you know i i, I would be a good attorney on Broadway, you know, mm. give them the old razzle dazzle, <laughs> feed and feather them. <laughs> no. Uh, no, I just think it's so boring. I just love what I do. Uh, if, if I were not doing property management, I have to. I would have to be doing something with people. It, it was always a dream of mine to be on Broadway. I love Broadway. I love musicals. Um, I love TV. He does, he uh, has many talents. He plays the piano. He sings. I've heard the piano and the singing. Okay. He, well, He's you, even good with at gymnast. Remember when we went to the um, Sky Zone trampoline park and you were jumping and doing flips all over the place? I thought I missed. Okay, that. is there anything this guy can't do? Yeah, we had, that was a maintenance appreciation <laughs> week, right? <laughs> and um, I thought we're going to jump on trampolines. What? And I get there and it was the most fun ever. And I was bouncing up and down. And let me tell you something. The next day, woo! I felt it for like three <laughs> days after. I was walk. so sore, uh, but it was so much fun. Maintenance guys were throwing dodgeballs at each other. That was fun. Yeah, was we got to do that again. No. We should. Although, I thought I would lose some weight bouncing all in every city, <laughs> but that never happened. What else do you do that I don't know about? <laughs> Wait, Wait, what? You went bouncing in every city? You did a yes. tour of that? Yes. Yeah, there was a maintenance appreciation yeah. tour. Well, that wasn't I, just here? No, no. Every city we bounced, and oh, I not did me, not just lose them. one pound. Oh, man. It's because of like, all the food that we thought, also do for like, maintenance I'm appreciation. So, I'm going to be skinny, looking yeah. good. No, no. It didn't happen. Oh, man. Wah, wah, wah. I know. <laughs> what other talents are you hiding from yeah, me? Yeah, I need to know more about this. Hmm. Oh, I have what? So I'm a, I'm a pretty open book, so it's hard to say. I, I pretty much tell everybody everything, you know. Um, but maybe one that some people don't know is I know how to drive a boat. I drive boats very well. I have my license. Oh, I didn't know um, that. Yeah, I go out almost every weekend that I can. Thankfully, we live in sunny Florida. Mm -hmm. um, and let me tell you, driving a boat's not that easy. And if you want to get a divorce... Go on a boat and argue about how to park it or how to anchor it. Oh, yeah, no. Mm -mm. Parking's not fun. That's the quickest way to get into a fight. <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, yep. But, yeah, I'm, I can boat. I like to water ski. Oh, oh you can water ski. Mm -hmm. That's like very water. tough. Can you snow ski? Uh, you know, I've never been snow skiing. Really? I've never been snow skiing. Maybe we should do that for a regional manager retreat. Yeah. That would be fun. But, you know, we that just got fun. into vir the Virginia market. So, I mean, <laughs> yes, it was although, just snowing yesterday. Yesterday. But funny that there was no snow the two days Dana and I were there. I know. But Darn. both days outside of that. Mm. Oh, 
man. Well, you're welcome to go back anytime, especially <laughs> in the winter months. And I'll go in the summer months. Yes, I'm that? more than happy to go and wear some winter clothing. Love it. Yes. Well, did you want to be a lawyer when you grew up? I mean, yeah, is that what you wanted to do? Yeah. yeah, I always said I was going to be a lawyer. My brother said he was going to be a doctor. He's two and a half years older than me. Um, did he I become a doctor? I was be a lawyer. Yep. So, yep, he became <laughs> a doctor. So hmm. here he is working in the ER and, you know, all this fun stuff. And uh, he said he was going to be a doctor. And I said I was going to be a lawyer. And he did what he said. And I didn't. So here we are. <laughs> but no. Um, yeah, no. He, he was... He was made for that. Um, he, he's an awesome guy. He is. Um, we look a lot alike, but we could not be more opposite. Um, <laughs> he's very reserved, very patient, very gentle. Um, I'm not any of that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I thought it was going to be fun. Uh, ended up, you know, not. getting on, uh, you know, into the communication sector and, and loved that. And then, you know, I actually, I, I don't think you know this, either of you. Um, I left property management to pursue TV. And I worked at the local ABC affiliate. Um, It was right when I graduated. And I said, wow, I just went to school, you know, for three plus years for this. So I'm going to give it a go. So um, I was hired for the news desk. And I got, you know, about a 30 second, you know, blip every now and then. Um, And it paid terribly, um, like minimum wage terribly. Um, And it was horrible hours. And everyone was extremely mean in the newsroom. (laughs) I mean, Listen, Rachel's an angel, okay, compared to this. <laughs> I love you, Rachel. I'm kidding. Uh, and uh, and the my my old boss, Jen, um, called me about three or four months into it, and she said, "Do you want to come back? I want you to travel, and I actually want you to go to California." And and um, I hello, was like, sign yeah. me yes. up. Sign and me uh, up. so I left and came back, which is. A story that I, I do tell people on site a lot of times, especially those that get different opportunities, um, because sometimes it happens, and we just want the best for everybody, right? Of course. Um, and, uh, you know, timing is everything, and you, you've got to – everything has to align, and sometimes it just doesn't. And so if you get this awesome opportunity, you want to go check it out. I thought the grass was greener on the other side. Um, it it, it might have been, but the water bill was higher. Okay? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> So I came back um, and never left after that. I went to California. I think that, I went think to that happens with everybody. They leave the business and they, they come, realize always yeah, come there's, back. There's no getting out of this no, business. It's there's a not. Mm-hmm. Nope. Only people who have successfully gotten out of property management, I think, have gone to the vendor side. That's yeah, it. True. And then they sometimes end up yes, back even then. on yeah. the operation side. What about some personal things? What is your personal motto? Do you have a personal motto or is it the same <gasps> as your, your business? I, well, I think it's um, one in this. I, you know, I, personal motto is hard. Um, you know, I, I try to stay positive, of course. Um, I, I would say business, and I think it translates over to, to your personal life, is whatever it takes. Um, and I, I do have to give credit. I stole that from my first company. Um, their <laughs> motto was whatever it takes. And it, and that's all encompassing of this um, kind of an environment and culture that we have here at American Landmark is we don't say no. We don't, you know, bow our head and, and walk away from a challenge. We're like, no, whatever it takes, we're, we're going we're gonna to get this done. We're going to do true. it. We, we're we're going to crush it, and uh, we're going to keep moving. So I, I love that attitude. I don't like to be told that we can't achieve something that fires me up. Um, so, yeah, I, I think whatever it takes is, is probably a – one of taking my, care one of business. My That's just taking care taking of business. care of business. That's right. If you could interview anyone living or not, who would that be? Hmm. 
I would say my Angelo is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite people on the planet. Um, if you have not, just go on YouTube and like watch some of her interviews. She's the most well-spoken, educated, just, I mean, just brilliant person of our time. Um, and, and went through so much diversity um, and, and hardships and challenges and just rose to be this incredible um, leader and influencer, um, really, of the world. Um, the United Nations, actually, looked that up. She, she um, spoke at the United Nations and was a huge influence. Um, I would say living, probably Oprah Winfrey, because I thought I was yeah, going to be her. So I'd like to be like, hey, oh. Oprah, how you doing? You know, um, <laughs> I'm you. Yeah. <laughs> but how do you interview the, mo- you know, the best interviewer of the That's world? That's true, yeah. You know? Um, yeah, but those are those that are definitely two of my like favorite it. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have a good one for closing out. I think for you know final, final question, final topic. Um, kind of going back, you said something earlier when you were talking about your favorite book. Um, going back to the book you said by Adam Grant um, about learning, and so we want to know how you continue to learn and keep on top of things in our industry and in your role. So how? How do you stay on top of the education? It's it's so hard. We have so many things going on, um, you know, and it's it's hard to find time for anything. So how do you find time to continue to do that and the motivation? And then where do you get your education from? Well, I think you um, you make time for what you want to do, right? Um, and so you have to set aside time, whether if you're a morning person, if you're an afternoon person, evening person. I'm more of an afternoon evening person. So the morning's not really my thing. In the afternoon and evening when I'm kind of winding down or if I'm on a flight, you've got time. If you're driving in the car, you know, two, three hours, I've got time. So I try to kind of squeeze it in. Um, and it, I don't really have to, to – There's it's not much of a challenge to try to learn something new every day because there's so much that happens every day and so much that the onsite teams teach me and um, you guys, you know, teach me in the RSS. Is we're, we're such an evolving industry. It's always changing. So I don't even feel like I have to really challenge myself to learn because I have to learn because stuff is changing so much. Um, but I think you have to be intentional about personal development. I think personal development is something that you really have to set some time aside for. Um, you know, uh, we have our work that we have to learn and keep up with, which is the ever-changing laws, um, especially the past two years, you know, with, with everything that's changed. Um, you have to, you're, you're constantly, okay, what are we doing? We're going left, we're going right, we're going up, we're going down. Um, but personal development you have to be intentional about, um, and you really have to set time aside. And some people like to listen to podcasts, some people like to read, some people like to watch motivational speakers. Um, but find your, your thing that you like, cause it should, you should enjoy it, you know, and, and, and kind of take notes and then try to implement it because if you learn something, but you don't use it, what's the point? Right. Yeah. Right. So I think that's the piece that a lot, of, I think a lot of people have a lot of tools and resources and, and, and really good kind of tricks in their pocket, but they're maybe not using them as much. Um, so you really got to try to make it an intentional effort to, to use these things that you're learning. Um, I'm on my toes all the time. I mean, I think it just, it naturally happens. We have such a um, dynamic, diverse group of individuals that work at this company. And um, I think we just naturally challenge each other and we don't even really realize we're doing it, you Mm -hmm. know, and we learn so much from each other um, on a day-to-day basis. So yeah, I think it's, 
It's, uh, it's just something you have to uh, be aware of, you know, because we're learning every day. You just have to be aware. You guys are awesome. I mean, I, I love this. I, I love that this is such a reach to everyone because it's so hard to get to all the properties and see other people. You just want to see them every day, and it's just yeah, impossible. I mean, it is. Have, what, 94, 95 properties? Um, so this, this is awesome, and uh, I can't wait to hear all the next episodes to come. It's going to be so good. We really appreciate you coming on the episode today. I appreciate you guys having me. It's yeah. been a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you joining us for another episode of On the Fly with Dana and Devin. We'll catch you on the fly. That's it for this week's episode of On the Fly with Dana and Devin. Be sure to follow us anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast or on Instagram at On the Fly with D&D. You don't want to miss our next episode. Catch, Catch you on, on the fly. fly.